Good morning, everyone. Friends, our first reading, the prophet uh, speaks to us, and um, he is saying to us that genuine worship of God in heaven is shown forth, at the very least, leads to action in the practice of true justice, not just any type of justice, true mercy, not any kind of mercy, based on what the world says it is, and true concern for everyone, but in particular for those who are in need. Paul um, is putting forth to us that success of the spread of the gospel does not depend on human cleverness and wisdom. And while we have gifts of that, and many gifts, they should be at the disposal of the service of the gospel. Ultimately, the spread of the gospel is on the very power of God himself. And uh, last week, uh, we hear Jesus. Uh, he is on, this, on the mount or on the plain, uh, as uh, Matthew and Luke put it forth. Uh, he is putting forth um, his values for his disciples and those who would listen to him. And what the gospel today immediately follows, or, and they're still in that afternoon, Jesus is still speaking to them. And uh, he uses these uh, uh, images, salt and light, and uh, they're not just allegories, but they are. Um, they're not just images, they're more than that. But when we look at them, these images that he uses, are he's making the same point. Jesus' disciples have a vital role to play in society, in the world, and particularly through their actions. And he was putting forth that when his disciples stop witnessing through their deeds, they become as useless as salt that has lost its taste, or a lamp does, that does not give light anymore. And so Jesus takes, moves from the Beatitudes, his values, and moves into concrete things. Now his function at that afternoon is to enlighten and to guide those who are uh, in a society that is morally confused. So he shares with his disciples these values, and then uh, he puts forth <clears throat> these things for us to do. And he did so sometimes with parables that were a little bit obscure, but other times he was so direct and concrete. So this morning, I'm going to try and take those and give you the practical approach that he would likely have used uh, for our time. And so he says, you must be salt of the earth and light for the world. So what does that mean for you today, here? It means that each one of us are to be good Christian examples. It means we are called to practice our faith, Christianity, not just in church, but in the world, in society, wherever you find yourself, no matter what situation you're in. And all the more so if by reason of your position in this world, you happen to be situated on some hilltop, meaning for all that see you. Sometimes people picture the pastor that way. He's a very visible sign. So all the more then uh, should pastors be practicing what they preach. For people look to us for light. So my friends, here are some, I believe, concrete examples written for you. If I am a teacher, and a Christian teacher at that, what do people expect from me? 
that I teach well, that I teach the truth, that I do so with honor and integrity, that I refrain from showing favoritism to anyone. If I show favoritism, then I bring light to some of the children, but darkness to the others, as I have ignored them. If a Christian teacher should show any kind of favoritism, perhaps then it should be towards those children who are challenged in learning to give them extra attention and care. If I am a judge, be it a Christian judge, what do people expect from me? They expect justice, equally distributed. Justice is the salt of societies. A good judge causes the light of justice to shine forth for all. Here is one that I shouldn't have written, but I did. If I am a politician, a Christian one at that, I proclaim, what do people expect from me? That I will work for the good of my country, and not just for my own advancements. A corrupt politician has a lot to answer for, for God exists and he will, she will have to answer before God. But then a good politician can bring light to so many people. They are like that on the hilltop, right? If I am a doctor, and a Christian doctor at that, before applying my principles of medicine and applying my craft of medicine, I will pray first, first and foremost, for each of my patients. And I will use medicine rightly. For God himself sent his son as healer. So, is this not what people would expect from me then as a doctor? I will treat all those who are ill alike, whether they have the ability to pay or not. A good doctor brings the light of healing to so many. If I am a police officer, <laughs> Mike Allen, Officer Mike Allen was with us always. He's not only a police officer, he happens to be a chaplain for the Pierce County Fire Department. But if I am a police officer and a Christian one at that, and he is, what do people expect from me? They expect that you would not break or bend the law, that you will uphold and enforce the law equally, that you will protect everyone. If I am a business owner, an employer, what do people expect from me as a Christian business owner? That I will pay fair wage. I will create a working condition that benefits all my employees. People who do this shed light of justice to many also. If I am the employee, the worker, what do people expect from me, particularly if I am a Christian worker? That I will know my job, that I will do it to the best of my ability. I will not attempt to cheat or steal from my employer. 
Here's another one I shouldn't have written. If I am a news reporter, an anchor on national television, what do people expect from me, particularly if I proclaim myself as Christian? That I deal in facts, not half-truths or lies, and twist everything. That I write about important issues of the times, and that I do not go for drama and sensationalism, particularly for ratings. A good journalist can shine the light of truth throughout the world now because of how we are connected through media. If I am a married person, a couple, particularly a Christian couple, what do people expect of me? They expect of that couple that they will remain in fidelity to each other. They will be committed to the vows they made in matrimony. They will remain chaste to each other as it is called for. And they will let others know this to be true. And if I'm a parent, you got any advice for me before I go into this? <laughs> Mom, <laughs> if I am a parent, a Christian parent, what do they expect from me, particularly my children? that I will be fair and just, and if I must correct, I do so not for punishment, really, but out of love to bring them into that space where they heal and become fruitful. I will put everything before all else for love of my children. I will, as a Christian parent, teach and hand on the faith to my children as it is my responsibility. If I am a priest, and I am, what do people expect from me? That list is very long. <laughs> but the foundation is that I will practice what I preach, that I will uphold the truths in this case of the Roman Catholic Church, and live by them and express them to others. And not to be a hypocrite, for hypocrisy looks good on no one. If I am a Christian, and you are, what do people expect from me? That I would talk and act like a good Christian and be a good example to others letting Christ's light shine through me so that others may see and give glory to my Father in heaven. Here is a very truth I put forth to you. The world needs a Christian to be a Christian. If you're going to claim to be that, then be it. As I stated earlier, hypocrisy looks good on no one. Each of us must look at our own situation and ask ourselves, how is it that we are practicing our faith, the Christianity? How is it expressed? How do others see it? How can I better be salt and light among the people who I encounter on a day-to-day -day basis? So my friends, we may not all be able to be grand lighthouses on the coastline, using Jesus' example of light. 
but we can at least be a little candle that sheds light in its own immediate vicinity. Our gospel reading is about goodness and doing that which is right and just and merciful good. The good deeds I do must be an expression of the kind of person that I am. So my friends, here's another truth. One of the wonders about each one of you is your capacity to do good. You have great capacity. Why? Because you are made in God's image, and he is good and holy. So that means you are capable of the same. We can reflect the Christ light, thereby being a very source of life for those who are lost and searching. You each have hands that can care. All of you have eyes that can see and ears that can listen and tongues that can speak. You have feet that can walk. But above all, you have hearts that can love immensely. And when it comes down to it, it takes the same amount of effort and energy to hate as it does to love. But the benefits of love are much greater. So choose it. Lord, help us to believe in our God-given goodness from you and to let the light of that goodness shine for others that you may be glorified, Father. My friends, All Christians, collectively, individually, must see that the truth is told. And by truth, I mean capital T, not little t, as it is known in slang today. My truth, my truth, my truth. Capital T, truth that Jesus brought to us. We must see that justice is done. We must see that mercy is given. And compassion and love are equally for all. As Christians, you have a positive role to play in society. We have something to offer, something that this society and this world desperately needs, even though it may not always welcome it or even understand that it needs it. We should not shy away or be apologetic about our role as Catholic Christians, as Christians in this world, in our society. Our world needs a Christian to be that, a Christian. To act like one, to speak like one, model after Jesus Christ himself. And so, my friends, if you remember nothing from this homily, remember the words of Isaiah. If you remove from your midst oppression, false accusations, and malicious speech, if you help those who are in need, feeding them, giving them housing, bestowing your bread on the hungry and helping the afflicted. Then light shall rise from you in the darkness, and the gloom that comes sometimes will be like midday sun for you always. Amen. Alleluia.